Hi. I'm Lone Candle. And I'm a proud feminist. Feminism has gotten an unfair rap over the decades. It has splintered into a variety of forms. And in their feminism, feminists wrap up a hodgepodge of beliefs and ideologies. For decades, there seems to have been successful propaganda campaigns in portraying feminism as its most radical and ridiculous forms. Feminism is the butt of many unfair jokes. Some of these are meant lightly, others are not, and they contribute to the false depiction of feminism. A woman in my life once told me she was a feminist. She didn't follow politics and had low information about such topics. So I quickly told her that she didn't know what she was saying. I told her she was not a feminist, but I was wrong. She was a feminist, and I am too. I had given in to the bullshit and only thought of feminism in its most radical forms. Treating any group or ideas as their most extreme version is unfair, intellectually dishonest, and straight-up dickish. Hey, I'm a Muslim. Oh, so you're a terrorist? Hey, I'm Italian. Oh, so you're in the mob? You're conservative, so you're racist and want to keep women down? You're liberal, so you're a commie or you're one of the more naive social justice warriors. You're a libertarian, so you don't care about people or are an anarchist. We all know we're not understanding another person or set of ideas properly if we assume they are the most extreme version of their group or set of ideas. The popular understanding of feminism is this most extreme version, partially because such versions are the most attention-grabbing, partially because some of their more well-founded ideas make us uncomfortable, and it's easier to find a way to dismiss them than deal with them, and partially because of successful anti-feminism propaganda efforts. Feminism, at its core, is simply that we should give respect and dignity to women, and that women should have opportunities to do what they want in life. Additional social or formal barriers should not prevent people from pursuing their happiness on account of sex or gender. That is what feminism really is. If you think women should be treated with respect and have the opportunities that men have, then you're a feminist too. We should all be feminists. It's usually ridiculous to say that if you don't believe a certain ism, then you're a sexist. But with feminism, that is the case. To say that women should be treated with less dignity or respect on account of their gender is sexist. To say women should have special limitations on their opportunities is sexist. And to disagree with both these things makes you a feminist. We should all stand as proud feminists. It may sound like I'm curtailing the definition of feminism too much, or that I'm cutting out core meat, but I'm not. Dignity, respect, and opportunity sound like obvious goals to modern ears, but it wasn't that long ago when success in these objectives was in doubt. Women got the right to vote in the United States just over a hundred years ago, in 1920. Past the first half of the 20th century, women were still fighting for the right to work, 
It wasn't so long ago that women were socially pressured to stay out of the workforce and to stay at home with the kids. And when they did work, they were expected to do certain jobs. The Bible seems to treat women as men's property, a very cherished piece of property, but property nevertheless. The basic opportunities given to women today are relatively new. So, the rudimentary feminist ideas that women should be treated equally and have opportunities were very controversial and required focused political and social efforts to achieve to the level that has been reached today. Any other ideas that you want to add onto feminism are extensions that some feminists choose to go with and many other feminists disagree with. Core feminism is something we should all be on board with, and with that understanding, we should all consider ourselves feminists. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go along with everything the modern feminist movement is pushing. They go well beyond the basic beliefs of feminism. Some feminists root their feminism in Marxism. I'm not on board with that. The gender pay gap gets a lot of attention. It should be monitored, and in cases where discrimination is at play, we should work socially and politically to fix it. But focusing on having equal outcomes doesn't make sense to me. Basic biological differences between men and women may facilitate men going into higher paid fields, being more ambitious, and demanding more compensation. Also, that women give birth and are more likely to desire to be a primary caretaker is a huge disadvantage for their careers and their pay. It's not clear to me that the government has a major role in fixing this. If the differences are biological, then the free market should distribute resources accordingly so we can reap the benefits of that free market. We should take action to prevent discrimination and help over the top by providing resources to those with children. But be cautious about regulations that may weaken the economy. Some feminists have been critical of women in the roles they choose to perform, or how they dress, or how they carry themselves. While people can have legitimate debates here, I'm certainly not subscribing to any of this. I believe that women having opportunities includes the ability to be a full-time mom if that's what they desire or is what they're good at. And it includes presenting themselves in a butch or feminine way. Show skin? Don't show skin. That's up to you. And it seems that most feminists agree with me on this. Certain feminists deny the biological differences between men and women. I think such differences have been well established. As a feminist, there's no need to believe any of these unbased ideas. It is true that the vast majority of civilizations have been patriarchies, meaning they were ruled by men. This doesn't mean every man is a ruler, or that there is never a woman with more power than a man, or that there are not other bases for power. It means that in the social informal structure of society, men systematically have power over women. Think of apartheid in South Africa, where whites were in power. Most whites had very little power, but you still had to be white to have power, and whites were given advantages in society. Even as recent as 1900 in the United States, women couldn't vote. Women were assumed to be inferior to men. Women were expected to serve their husbands, and working women were expected to fulfill certain roles. This wasn't absolute, but there was a fundamental power structure of men over women. The United States was a patriarchal society. 
Some feminists continue to maintain their focus on patriarchy today and tearing down the patriarchy. In today's world, I don't think this is the most useful way of conceiving it. We should focus on ending sexism, discrimination, and disrespect. Men have more power, but it's not as structurally entrenched as before, so focusing on patriarchy doesn't seem helpful to me. If women have opportunities to do what they want, and we spread the ethos to treat women with dignity and respect, we don't need to worry about patriarchy. Early feminism was allied with the abolition of slavery and civil rights for racial minorities. In the 60s and 70s, feminism became a little insular among white and wealthier women. Since then, it has reached and been repowered by minority and LGBTQ communities. Some of this has led some feminists to include in feminism the fight for racial justice and the fair treatment of people based on sexual orientation and their perceived gender. I'm all for treating everyone fairly in society, and it makes sense that feminists would ally with other movements, or that individual feminists could consider themselves a member of other movements or beliefs. However, when I say feminism, I'm just referring to beliefs about the fair treatment of women. It doesn't make sense to me to broaden the definition of feminism. Just say you're a feminist and also an advocate of or believer in equal respect and opportunities for all races, genders, and sexual orientations. Transgenderness is something tricky for feminism to deal with. Feminism tends to treat the world as having two genders, biological women and biological men. How to deal with people whose social role and biology don't match is difficult, as well as those whose gender doesn't fit well into male or female. The vast, vast majority of people's genitals match their gendered social role. So I prefer to focus my feminism on these basic sex categories while also recognizing the importance of fair treatment towards transgender folk. One controversy is whether transgender women are women. It makes sense to me to treat someone who plays the social role of a woman as a woman. If she walks, talks, and acts like a woman, and she has chosen to live her life that way, then we should treat her as a woman. However, if the claim that transgender women are women is meant as an all-encompassing and literal statement, then it is clearly wrong. There are differences between a transgender woman and a biological woman, and simply acknowledging that is not an act of disrespect. Furthermore, there are exceptions to the rule of treating transgender women as women. Sports and forced living arrangements are important ones. Sports aren't simply about going out there and having fun. In essence of sport is fair competition, is using one's skill and talent to best others, utilizing their own such attributes. If for competitive and fairness reasons we have split competitors based on sex, then we shouldn't let that fairness be destroyed by transgenders. If a transitioned woman maintains some of the biological strength of a man, then clearly she needs to compete with the men. Shelters for the needy and prisons are places where people constantly live together, and this creates a lot of opportunities for mischief. Sexual assault is a huge concern, 
So I'm open to not allowing transgender women to stay with women in these situations. Or at least, it should take more than a verbal claim of femaleness and more investigation is needed to prevent sexual assault. Such logic does not apply to bathrooms, where people are in and out. We don't need to post gender guards in front of every bathroom. It would be far stranger to have a female-to-male transgendered person walking into the woman's bathroom than for him to just use the men's, where likely no one would even notice he is not a biological male. The hashtag MeToo movement seems to have had a powerful impact on society. I first learned of it because someone I knew personally posted an experience she had as a child. We should support the telling of such stories, and men should work to not create more Me Too moments. I know it has forced me to properly think twice about what I say, and in certain cultures where rape or sexual assault was the norm, Me Too has seemed to weaken such immoral cultures. We should also remember that stories have two sides, and not all events are simple. We are all humans who have misunderstandings, misperceptions, and make mistakes. So, we should not vilify or cancel individual men who screw up, and we should recognize that accusers can also make mistakes. Additionally, formal actions taken against men or boys, including on school campuses, should maintain the due process rights of the accused. Feminism has been key to the availability of birth control and abortions. While both of these are still under threat and probably more limited than they should be, great success has been had and I support such efforts. However, a pro-life feminist is not a contradiction. One can believe that human life begins at conception and believe in opportunities and dignity for women. While feminism has made great strides in the West, many countries still treat women like second-class citizens. I'm all for people advocating in favor of these societies and governments giving women the rights they deserve. But using U.S. foreign policy to do so is a trickier matter. It certainly should be a goal, and the U.S. should do what it can to make changes in other countries. But our abilities to interfere in the domestic policies of other countries is limited, and the greater goals are to maintain the power, influence, safety, and economic growth of the United States. Doing so benefits women and should not be sacrificed in attempts to change the domestic situation of foreign countries. I went on this long ramble of issues simply to point out that one can be a feminist without believing in many of the claims or policy goals of the mainstream or radical feminist movements. When I call myself a feminist, I'm only referring to the core beliefs. I don't make a good feminist politically or in my personal life. I feel obligated to mention that I've been a real piece of shit in my personal life. I can't publicly call myself a feminist without acknowledging my own shameful behavior. I can't claim to have treated women with great respect. I've repeatedly, in action and word, done regrettable things that don't live up to my feminist beliefs. I expect to do better in the future, but the past is what it is, and it isn't good. I'm also lazy, 
and I'm more than willing to allow someone to work and do the lion's share of household chores. That some women so readily do this is as a result, at least partially, of sexist norms. While I don't believe in such norms, I also prefer to not cook, do laundry, clean, or do the dishes. And I don't expect my behavior to change on this. I don't advocate this. Men and women should each do their fair share. However, if I can ease my labors by riding on the back of sexist norms, I will. Not proud of this, but I don't see myself changing on this one. To be fair to myself, my personal situation usually does not consist of man and woman both working full-time, nor of each of us paying the household expenses equally. So there is some non-sexist and non-laziness justification. So, politically, I'm not a good feminist, and that's perfectly okay. Personally, I'm horrible. I intend to do better in some areas, and in others, fuck me. Bottom line, you should be a feminist. You should remember that what you think of when you close your eyes and hear the word feminist is only the most radical and extreme version. Feminism is just treating women with respect and not setting up social or formal barriers to their opportunities in life. The goals of different feminist movements should be considered on ethical and practical levels, and considering oneself a feminist doesn't mean you have to be on board with all or any of these goals. I'm Lone Candle, and I'm a proud feminist. Like me? Comment me. Love me. Ba-ba, ba-ba, ba-ba.